0: episode of about south each week we'll be talking to the folks who create curate and critique southern cultures we will also examine those small objects items and sometimes even animals that many consider to be quote uniquely southern at its core about south asks three questions one what is the south two is it real and three if it's real or not what's so special about it To answer these questions, each Friday we'll tackle one small topic concerning the region, everything from television tourism to the history of moon pies and Willie Nelson to old maids. My name is Gina Kaysen, and I'll be your host. I'm a Southern Studies writer and scholar living in Atlanta, Georgia. However, most episodes, we will explore topics about which I know very little. Indeed, I'm invested in the questions this podcast asks, but I'm also open to differing answers, and I hope you are too. In other words, we don't have to agree, but we do have to talk about it. This week, we consider the Florida blue crayfish, also known under the scientific name Procamburus alleni or sometimes Procamburus peninsulinus. This week's episode was conceived originally as a travelogue to locate the blue crayfish in the wild in central Florida. But, as you will hear, that became an unexpectedly difficult task. My friend and colleague and avid Midwesterner, Lindsay Eckert, joins me for the complicated non-journey to locate a very small animal in a very big region. And I should apologize in advance to any crayfish specialists listening because I repeatedly butcher the pronunciation of scientific names. I promise to do better in the future. Without further delay, I welcome you to the inaugural season of About South. For our listeners at home, the story of the blue crayfish began a little over maybe two months ago. I think so. Yes. And there's a website, an online purveyor of fish (laughs) that Lindsay and I started looking at. And there, on there was what was named an electric blue lobster, but it's not a
1: lobster. It's a crayfish.
0: Lindsay, you know that I was a fisheries major as an undergraduate at (laughs) Auburn University, right?
1: Yes, and I'm still confused how you made your way here to English, but that's okay.
0: That's, yeah, it's a strange story. So I do have a natural love of aquatic life. I was not going to get a blue crayfish, but you seem adamant that I should have one. Why?
1: Because seeing the picture of the blue crayfish is honestly the coolest looking aquatic thing I've ever seen. Its color is unreal, and it just looks ridiculous. And I'm still sad that you don't own one. But
0: as part of maybe getting one, that's the journey that we're going to explore today, (laughs) (laughs) which is become a little bit of, um, if you've listened to the Excellent Podcast Serial, this is a little bit of a similar mystery but writ small.
1: No, I think that you should totally reconceptualize about South and just make it a serial style thing about the blue crayfish.
0: Yes. It it is a mystery that is crayfish sized. <laughs> <laughs> Fits in a ten gallon aquarium. Mm-hmm.
1: I also think that at some point you should mention that the crayfish that I was trying to convince you to buy was on sale.
0: It was on sale. It was normally nineteen ninety nine and it was on sale for 1499. It has since gone off sale.
1: Oh, well, I'll give you the extra few dollars.
0: Initially, listeners, Lindsay and I were going to... I said that would be, I would possibly get a blue crayfish if I could know more about it. And then we realized that it was endemic to the state of Florida. I was going to try to find someone to interview who could just tell me where we needed to go, where was a likely good spot that we could look in a pond and maybe we'd see one we weren't going to try to capture one take it away from its little crayfish family but we were just going to find one and then after i saw it in the wild then i would feel fine ordering one because i would think about like oh this ethical responsibility of crayfish ownership so initially i reached out to a professor at the university of florida in the general area of blue crayfish and he was very nice but his response to me was essentially thanks for the note this isn't really my thing and i have no idea where to find such a thing but i'll ask around and see if i can find out i didn't apparently contact the right person but he was nice he Mm -hmm. he doesn't know where they live that's a bummer then i contacted christopher taylor who was the curator of fishes and crustaceans at the Prairie Research Institute at the Illinois Natural History Survey in Champaign, Illinois? Lindsay, did you know that curator of fishes and crustaceans was a job?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't, but I think that that's amazing and I really like how many words and syllables are in that position that and title. And also that it doesn't seem to be near, right? Is it near a, a large body of water? Well, the crayfishes live in streams, I
0: guess. They don't need too much space.
1: Okay, yeah, I guess it would... I would think that that would be closer to someplace like Florida.
0: Dr. Taylor has been very helpful. And... But he piqued my interest because he told me that... Essentially, I may... We may find can't find blue individuals in the wild, and his impression of the P. Alini situation was that Aquarius were culturing the species in indoor tanks and the lack of
1: sunlight caused individuals
0: to develop the blue color.
1: But doesn't that mean if you would put them in the sunlight, then they would not be blue anymore? Right? Like, if you bought your fish, not, excuse me, if you bought your crayfish and it was blue because it didn't have light, and then you took it outside and put your tank outside, would it not be blue?
0: I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't turn red immediately, maybe after it molted, because it's something with the artificial light that when it molts, it knows, but like, can it just change? Can a, fray, can a crayfish, a frayfish? Can a crayfish
1: change its color? But is it like a flamingo? Well not that it's diet, but that it's situational. Is diet situational? Right, but that it isn't, its color is depending on external factors rather than DNA.
0: But he did very helpfully say that he would send me, that the database, database manager, Rachel Vinsel, who's also incredibly helpful, was going to send me the spreadsheet for all known collections in the museum of this species of crayfish that Wikipedia says is blue. I mean, I realize that my base knowledge there is a little off.
1: Wait, can you... So there's a whole database of information about the crayfish? Uh-huh. or the? So there's a separate... In the world, there exists an entire database just about the elusive <laughs> blue crayfish? Well, I think his database, to be fair, is all crayfishes and
0: species in the collection. But he could search per field. So he's looking for the P... Alini, Alini, I should learn how to say the name of this crayfish, but so what I got, and listeners at home can't see this, is a huge <laughs> spreadsheet. It's amazing. You, the, Lindsay has not seen this. So you should know that Lindsay Eckert is also a book historian and spends time in the archives, so she's familiar with archi- archives, but maybe not ones of animals.
1: This is my first time looking at animal archives. How many pages is are just the searches on the blue crayfish? Well,
0: because it's a lot because there's a lot of data for each one. It's really just this, and then it. I didn't stretch it out. It would go like across the whole desk because it has everything from, so the museum, the family, the species, the subspecies, the water body where it was found, the drainage system where it was found. The GPS coordinates, <laughs> the approximate um, address, and then we have the county, the state. Some of them, incidentally, you'll notice though, were bought and the acquisitions. Who found the species? Was it purchased? And where? Now, in some cases, and the year, and the total number of males, females. But what is really kind of amazing is that some of the species,
1: the blue ones. Purchased at PetSmart, Champaign, Illinois. Purchased at Animal House Pet Store. Wow, in Oregon. Purchased from just general pet store in Oldenburg, Germany. And also, how did they get it from the pet store in Germany? You, you can, that, that's a twist. You can import crayfish from Germany. I mean, that are native to Florida.
0: I do. not Yeah, yeah, exactly. This crayfish that's native to Florida, supposedly, was in a pet store in Germany. It eventually, post-mortem, made its way back. I already found one in the pet store here in Atlanta. It was in the Petco in Atlanta. So I know it's real. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen a blue crayfish in person in crayfish.
1: How blue is it? Was it in person compared to the picture on the awesome website? Just as blue. I think I texted you a picture of it. Oh yeah, you did. And it was really blue. It's really blue. It's super blue. It's like the bluest thing you've ever seen. It does not seem a natural color for a living thing to be.
0: No. That's what I think. So then I'm like, all right, well, this is really going to help us to plan our trip because we have... I mean, we have, like, the address of where to go and what stream to look at. We have latitude and longitude. Like, we can find, we can pinpoint with, like, planetary accuracy where blue crayfish have been found. I go to the collectors, and you can see that the number one collector is an LG Nico. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: I look him up on the internet. And I go through all of his published papers on his CV, and I don't find anyone that immediately relates to the collection of this species. So I think, well, he collected these for some other reasons. I will find him. I'll send him an email. Also incredibly helpful. However, so I email him. I explain the podcast as best as I can, this incredibly kind of weird adventure. I tell him I'd received this inventory from the Illinois Natural History Survey, Prairie Research Institute, and then I found his name. His response, Gina, the only crayfish I've caught in the wild in Florida were brown or wild coloration. I do not know much about the bluefees. He CC'd a friend of his who would likely be able to help me.
1: What? Wait, did you can you send him the database? I mean, his name is all over that. Do we have false crayfish sightings? I mean, I told him my name was his name was listed.
0: But here's what I think may be happening. This species of crayfish isn't blue.
1: What? Wait, my my mind is exploding. That it's only blue in the pet store.
0: Yes, what? the blue crayfish potentially. Is not a real thing. But it is blue, right? Because I saw it. Starting this podcast that attempts to answer three questions. What is the South? Is it real? What's so special about it? I started to wonder if the blue crayfish
1: is the South. Maybe it exists, maybe it doesn't. You caught a glimpse of it, it might just be a face. Where is it, right? Is it it in Florida? Is it actually in the South geographically? Or is it in Illinois? Yeah.
0: Dead. The blue crayfish is real. But as soon as I try to find it, to say, like, where is it? Where can I go touch it and, like, look at it? No one can tell me. Over the course of this podcast, I'm going to talk to... Dozens, literally dozens of experts on Southern cultures. And I don't know that any one of them is going to be able to point me to what is the South? Where is it? The South, on the one hand, is a completely real thing. In the way that people talk about being from the South, it has a cultural currency that people recognize as a real region of the country. The Northeast, the South, the
1: Midwest. Oh yeah, definitely seemed very real when I was thinking about moving here. Having never lived or really been to the South and just moved here to quote unquote the South, whatever that was, it seemed very real to me.
0: Yeah, it has things that we think of as real, but it's also kind of an invention. And as soon as you try to, like, pinpoint, well, what is it? Is it just, like, weird accents and manners? Or is it, is there something inherent? Is it shorthand for just saying, like, redneck white person? Like, as soon as, none of those things are necessarily true. As soon as you try to say what it is, it's kind of hard to put your finger on it. So then, I go back to where it began. Wikipedia. <laughs> the source I, of all information. Exactly. And I contact Keith Crandall, who is the director of computational, the Computational Biology Institute and a professor of biological sciences at George Washington. Because he is cited on the Wikipedia article as the expert on the blue crayfish. Okay. I mean, it's just his citation that someone has tagged on there. But it's the one that says this species is blue, it's endemic to Florida, it is east of the St. John's River, and south of approximately Gainesville. I email him, explain the problem. Is it real? Dear Gina, I can see why you're having difficulty. The concept of a quote, blue crayfish is a bit problematic.
1: Like the south?
0: Yes. It is, it's super problematic. There are a number of species that are naturally blue, including a few in Florida, and a number of species that have blue variants that are popular in the aquarium trade, but you typically do not see them in nature. There are a large number of species of crayfish in Florida. And then he says P. is not blue naturally, nor is P. peninsulanus. And these are the two species that are being sold. Like I go to the pet store, it says the species, I'm looking at the species, the thing is blue. He says it's not blue naturally. So then he says, I'm not sure you'll find what you're looking for because I'm not sure
1: it exists. This is getting really complicated. Also, is there the, are you seeing some connection between the South as a commercial thing if the blue crayfish is only at commercial outlets like PetSmart, right? That's the only place you can get it artificially produced. Yes. In weird things and then for sale that goes on sale, (laughs) maybe. Right,
0: I mean, the South will sell itself pretty cheap.
1: Except the thing that we need
0: to know is that there are potentially no blue crayfish, except for the ones in pet stores. I know that you had texted me, maybe in the middle of the night, with some crayfish questions. And is it unnatural selection? I think is what you termed it.
1: Yeah, I think so. I had maybe had a beer
0: and, or two. <laughs> And you were thinking about our blue friend.
1: And I was. Because what advantage would there be for a
0: crayfish to be blue in the wild? Like, if you live in a muddy stream, like, what good is it to be blue?
1: Because you'd be the most fashionable fish in the lake?
0: So then I thought, okay, well, really, this didn't start on Wikipedia. This started at Pet Solutions. So I called them. And I think their helpline is mostly designed for people to talk about the fish, if they've had any problems with fish that have been shipped to them. It's like a customer support line. And I asked the woman, could she tell me more about the blue crayfish that they were selling? Specifically, where did they get them from? And she said, um, she was very nice. Everyone has been very, very, very nice. And she said, well, um, we sell P. Peninsulinus. and it is found in North and South America. And I said, oh no, I've, I've I've read your website. Yeah. And she said, oh, actually, I just like copied and pasted the name and put it into Google. Can then you, yes,
1: can you go up in the company? Can you speak? Because if it's a if it's someone who's trained to respond to comments such as my guppies arrived and are dying because they have some disease how do i medicate them versus someone who wants a detailed knowledge about their specialty crayfish is there a supervisor is there a cray or the, the crayfish buyer exactly ding 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 the fish buyer
0: <laughs> i get transferred to the fish buyer who's also very nice Except, at this point in the Crankfish journey, I was a little overwhelmed about what could possibly... I mean, I've just heard so much information now. I mean, all of these emails, I mean, this is going on, this started like a couple of months ago. Like these emails, it's like June now. And everyone's telling me that this thing that I can look at, that I can buy, that I can go to PetSmart and take pictures of, isn't real, but no one can tell me why it exists like what if it's not real what am i looking at so i i thought maybe she would know and i said okay well i just have some questions about the blue crayfish and she said yes and i said well where where do you get your blue crayfish and she said we get them from breeders i had a little bit of an existential meltdown to be honest (laughs) i have two real questions one where did the first blue crayfish come from a question that she did not seem to really want to speculate with me at first and then she said well i mean i don't know i mean i do think that it's from florida and i said yeah i know me too i was gonna go try to find one but i've been corresponding with all these like crayfish specialists and other people who work in wetlands in Florida in the area it supposedly lives, and everyone's telling me it's not real.
1: What was the fish buyer's reaction?
0: Her reaction was skeptical, dubious. <laughs> I started to get a little, like, almost teary, and I said, but why is it blue? Like, why? And she's like, um, I don't know. And I said, yeah, but you understand that it's weird, right? And she was like, well, yeah, now that I think about it, it is odd. And she said, but you know, when we get the other crayfish in, the not blue ones, when you look at them closely, a lot of them have a blue undertone. Like a blue shimmer or something. Yes. And she said, I kind of wonder if, are they just breeding regular crayfish to, like, enhance and get this blue color to come out?
1: So, like, breeding dogs. Exactly. But crayfish.
0: Maybe the same red and brown ones that Dr. Nico found in Florida just have been bred and bred and bred for, like, this genetic recessive trait.
1: Like lab rats.
0: Yes. And she agreed with me that she did not think it would be advantageous for a blue crayfish to be in the wild. After I called Pet Solutions, I got an email from Dr. Crandall's former graduate student who now works at the Florida Natural History Museum. And he said he had never seen a blue pea or a blue pea peninsulinus in the wild. He had heard they are originally found in the wild, but have since been bred in the pet trade. So maybe this is the answer. So then I thought, okay, let me just go to Instagram and search hashtag blue crayfish.
1: What was your thought process? To go to Instagram? Why Instagram? Just because you wanted pictures.
0: Yeah, I wanted to see pictures of blue crayfish because who knows? maybe someone has caught a blue crayfish in the wild and they're not a crayfish expert they're just like somebody out exploring around and they see one because if i saw a blue crayfish anywhere i mean i would instagram about it yeah you did send me the picture from the pet store yeah i mean i tweeted that picture well guess what Instagram user, he has a post, his son found a blue crayfish when they were out fishing one weekend. (gasps) Where? Doesn't say it's not geotagged.
1: What? Have you caught, please, please tell me that you have contacted whatever user at Instagram hashtag blue crayfish.
0: Absolutely. My first question, I mean, aside from I explain the weirdness of this conversation we're having now. Where did you find it? This is, I've been corresponding with numerous crayfish experts. This is potentially rare find. I'm expecting him to say, I looked at his other pictures, a little bit of light Instagram stalking, trying to discern where he maybe lived. I was hopeful that he lived in Florida. Does he live in Illinois? Pennsylvania. What? Southeastern Pennsylvania. But no one said it lived there. No. And it looks just like the blue crayfish in the pet store. But a little bit dirtier like it lives in the wild. So then I had another friend look up blue crayfish, because sometimes just blind look. Maybe I'm too deep in. He found a sort of one of those eHow or how, you know, things that is like wiki answers. Why has, my tra- why has my crayfish turned blue? Turned blue. Whoa. Also, why has my blue crayfish turned brown?
1: No, they're just, they are chameleons. <laughs> Internet people
0: say it could be that the, the pet store was feeding it, the breeders are feeding them, a, like, a blue diet. Then some people are like, it's for molten stress and the type of light they have. And some people are like, no crayfish are really blue. And then I realized that the internet doesn't know shit about crayfish either. So then I did what I should have done at the beginning. Okay. I went to the fisheries department at Auburn University.
1: (gasps) You returned to your alma mater of fishes. I did, where I did
0: switch my major, unfortunately, but it's all worked out.
1: You're coming full circle, though. They should be pleased.
0: I emailed Dr. Stockel, who was an associate professor and was not there when I was there. And I tried to explain everything, and basically it's an email now of a crazy person. Like a crazy crayfish lady sent him an email. (laughs) And I also included that like, (laughs) you know, I had been a fisheries major at Auburn because I thought maybe it would make me seem less crazy. Maybe. I was nervous. One, that I seemed insane, because I won't even read this email, but it, it, there are a lot of parentheticals in the email, and you know when you're reading email, if you start putting in, like, ellipses and
1: parentheticals and exclamation points, like, something's gone wrong. How many exclamation points? Is it confession time?
0: He responded. Hi Gina, great to hear from a former Auburn fishery student with an interest in crayfish. Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark. You've gone home to your people. I have. There are several species of crayfish that have blue morphs.
1: Morphs? This is a new this is a new term.
0: Yes. I'm familiar with the Piedmont blue burrower. Cambarus hearty. Hearti. I don't know how to say this, but it's native to
1: Georgia. They're here in our backyard! Right under our noses. Why are we sitting here talking to each other when we could go in the car searching?
0: Well, we'll get to that. It is bright blue. In the wild. Yes. However, it's a state-threatened species. But if you just want to see its native habitat and take pictures for the podcast, I'm sure we can work something out. Because the main thing here is, everyone, we don't want to harm a species in the wild. And we'll remember that this whole quest started that in order to ethically own a blue crayfish, maybe I needed to learn about where the crayfish came from. And then, he very nicely says the more people who know how cool crayfish can be, the better. I'm CCing my colleague Brian Helms as he is very familiar with crayfish species in the southeast and may also be able to help you. Then, Brian Helms, who is my new favorite person, gets back to me. Gina, the blue morph of crayfish has been a mystery to many for decades.
1: Whoa! This isn't, so you're not just the crazy crayfish lady. This is something people have been struggling with for a really long time. It seems that there are different mechanisms
0: depending on the species. Some, such as sea Hardy, seem to regulate it physiologically to some extent. When they are sacrificed, their body tends to immediately turn brownish. So I looked up what all those things meant, and the blue color, And Brian sent me an academic journal article, which I loved, about the blue crayfish. It was written in 71. And so when the protein that's making some of them blue is denatured, which is when a protein starts to break down, the crayfish will turn red or turn another color. We don't see this with other blue burrowers, such as some of the Gulf Coast. There's also a genetic component. Several species have blue morphs. That's what accounts for the pea alleni sold in stores. In the wild, there are brown and blue colored ones, although you are correct in that the blue ones sold in stores are farmed. There's also a light mechanism. When crayfish are held in dark conditions or totally under artificial light, many will turn blue. The
1: blue you see is artificial are farmed. Constructed. Selected. Yes. Sold.
0: He didn't say any. I should be fair. Not any crayfish can be blue. Many will turn blue. There's some evidence that diet influences the blue color as well. In reality, Brian Helm says, it's probably a mix of these mechanisms with different avenues playing varying roles for different species. There's lots of ways to be a blue crayfish. I think that we should call Pet Solutions. <laughs> Maybe you should send them a report. <laughs> well, I was just going to call them an order one. I feel like that needs to happen soon. I need to have... I, I am convinced now... That it is potentially ethically okay, since these are farmed
1: crayfish. Right, yeah, they're an artificial species. I know
0: crayfish is being taken
1: out of its little crayfish home. They're not stealing them and then selling them to you. That would be bad, I think. Yeah, they're just in, in fisheries. Being crayfisheries. Cray crayfisheries. <laughs> yeah, you need to order one. I've tried, this is coming full circle, because months ago... When you just sent me, I think, an email telling me how cool this crayfish was, I immediately said, I think that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. You should buy it. I will give you the money to buy it right now. Buy it right now. And You resisted, but now we're coming back, which is just, I'm right, basically.
0: Basically. Basically. <laughs>
1: you were having an existential crisis on the phone with the pet woman.
0: Are we just breeding the South and other places artificially? Like blue
1: crayfish? No, that's weird. Because then it has to do with what authenticity and origin... Like what's the quote-unquote natural? Come visit me in Atlanta. We have moonshine and some good Southern food. But that's just like... That's like the Petco blue crayfish. Yeah, no, I feel bad about that. (laughs) (laughs) Which maybe I should feel bad about. Like, the thing you're looking at is blue. It's just how it got there. Right? Like, it was bred To be be sold. sold. Jinx.
0: This was not the episode I intended, that, like, the crayfish is going to cause, like, an existential crisis of regionalism. It's interesting because, you know, people think of the South as red, like, red states. But really, maybe the South is a blue crayfish. For listening to the first ever episode of About South, we'd like to thank our guest, Lindsay Eckert. Additionally, we'd like to thank the Florida Department of Natural Resources, the folks at Silver Spring State Park. Dr. Bill Pine at the University of Florida, Dr. Chris Taylor and Rachel Vinsel of the Prairie Research Institute of the Illinois Natural History Survey, Dr. Leo Nico of the U.S. Geological Survey, Dr. Keith Crandall of the Department of Biological Sciences at George Washington University, postdoc Jesse Breinholt of the Florida Museum of Natural History, the folks at Pet Solutions, and the generous Instagram users who hashtag under blue crayfish. And last, but certainly not least, Dr. Jim Stockel of the Department of Fisheries and Aquacultures and Dr. Brian Helms of the Department of Biological Sciences at my alma mater, Auburn University. War Eagle, indeed. About South is brought to you each week from the historic West End of Atlanta, Georgia. Kelly Vines is co-producer. Music is by Brian Horton. You can buy his music at brianhorton.com. You can visit and contact us at aboutsouthpodcast.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at AboutSouthPod. Please follow us, like us, heart us, etc. Listen and subscribe to About South on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. We wish all of our listeners a happy upcoming 4th of July, but we also ask that this weekend you remain mindful of combat veterans and others with PTSD who may not find backyard fireworks as enjoyable as you do. Be safe and aware so that we can all enjoy the holiday. And lastly... We get the blue crayfish. We'll have to have a naming contest. Oh yeah, let the listeners submit some names, Doctor Eckert. You want me to name the blue crayfish,
1: Doctor Eckert? I'm I'm just throwing it out there <laughs> as a possibility.
0: I I will uh see what we'll we'll put Doctor Eckert as one of the potential names. That's right, folks. We're going to have a blue crayfish naming contest, because as we've learned this week, crayfish, especially blue ones, are awesome. Submit your suggestions via comment on any of our social media sites or at aboutsouthpodcast.com under contact us. Next week, we're going to go on a television tourism adventure in Covington, Georgia with Molly McGeehee. Until then, take care.